was me tapping the mic to see if this thing is still on. No, you aren't delusional or suffering from a heat stroke in the early midst of the summer. And your ears are not deceiving you. It is yours truly, Jay Del Negro of the Bod Chance Podcast, here for your listening pleasures. And with me, I'm bringing to you another pop-up podcast. And what is a pop-up podcast, you might ask? Well, it's a phrase I coined where podcast hosts will take on another show that is not of their traditional format for a very short run. So right now, you're about to be brought on to a show that is not the By Chance podcast. I'm still here, though, and I'm still playing the host. It's just a different show. It's a fun show, and it's a good time. So welcome to Change G's Mind. What up? I'm Jay, and you can find me at Negro everywhere on the internet, and with me is... Regina Gina G. You can find me at G Talk Your Shit on YouTube, and R381NA on Instagram. Jay here, Regina Bear, and what we're going to do today is try to change G's mind. But basically, Regina Gina G has an idea, a concept, a structure. Something she says works this way, and it's my job, my responsibility, my task, to come up with some counterpoints to change her mind. And G, what are we talking about today? Yo, so, boom. Work be born, right? And we end up talking about better than shit, right? Like movies, school, all sorts of things, because we have literally nothing to do for like nine hours, almost a day. And so the most recent one, that we kind of got into a, I feel like I almost had to like drop kick six of my dad on coworkers was about Space Jam, y'all. These fools are really trying to explain to me that Space Jam was one of the best movies that came out of the 90s. I was livid, like on a whole nother level, like scream, almost screaming at the top of my lungs because I'm like, how y'all forget about Good Burger? Like, how does Space Jam outrank Good Burger? So today, Jay, I want to hear your opinion on it, because I think we touched on it a little bit, and you, you kind of gave me the side eye, too. But I'm arguing that Good Burger is a way better movie than Space Jam could ever achieve. Like, straight up. First point, first point. You're at work talking about Good Burger and Space Jam, because that's the kind of asinine things you do to kill time at work. Is that right? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, what do you do? To kill time at work. Like, I um, <laughs> I am the utmost professional in my uh, realm of employment, and all I do is work the entire eight hours that I'm there in case mm. my boss, boss's boss, boss's coworkers are listening. Nah, um, yeah, I definitely screamed on my manager about this one. Nah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this one, this one went up to the top. Huh? All right. Uh, oh, yeah, um, sitting right there with us. Like, I ain't playing no games with you, fam. That movie was trash. So, again, Good Burger is a way better film than Space Jam. And it's my job, it's my job to try to convince you otherwise. Absolutely, dog. Absolutely. All right. Let's, I'm all ears. What, what you got? What you got? All right, Joe. So, one of the biggest arguments I was making is that Good Burger is a low-budget movie. That has made decent profit off of the investment. Like, it made 
It was made off of the sheer will of these two young men, Kenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell. They literally just not necessarily funded it, but they they pitched the movie. They pitched this idea, like, and they were nobodies when they did it, like two kids from Nickelodeon show. And then on their own back and broad shoulders, they really brought you, like, some cinematic, like, history in my mind. And then you're putting that up against MJ with the MJ machine, with Looney Tunes and the Looney Tunes machine, like that marketing BS that all of 96, that summer of 96 was just, about Space Jam and Michael Jordan, man, get out of here. Like, the, the things that Good Burger did off of the little bit that it had to do was amazing. And you cannot sleep on that. You can't sleep on that point. What, what, what else you got? What else All right, you got? what else I got? Secondly, Good Burger launched one of the most pivotal black comedian careers that we've had in our time frame, which is the career of Kenan Thompson. Like, Good Burger was one of the first times that he's been behind the camera, also behind the actual production of things. Not only that, he wrote most of the Dagon movie. He helped executive produce a lot of the movie. This movie was not only a movie about him and the talent that was around him, but it was his launching pad to things like SNL or um, his own little small productions. He even got bigger credit at Nickelodeon because of the success of Good Burger that everybody thought could go nowhere. Like, they literally was like, oh, this is based off of a skit, a kind of funny skit from all that, but that's it. Space Jam is based off of a commercial, a commercial that, yeah, everybody enjoyed, but you can't make the, like, 90-second spot a 90-minute movie. Like, that's almost asinine. And it explains why Space Jam was just so dry in the middle. Like, just so damn dry. It, I don't know. Also, if you just really sit down and look at it, Space Jam went through four different writers. And, like, that's not cool. Like, that's why the, the lack of continuity in the movie is very evident. Although there were multiple writers on, Go, on Good Burger, like, they all had the same creative idea, the same creative mindset, the same creative outlet. You can't sleep on that cohesion when it comes to a good, solid movie. I'm listening. I'm listening. All right. All right. The next point. Space Jam isn't a good movie to just sit and watch as an adult. Like, you really got to sit down and think about what makes a movie good. And it's the ability to go back to it and, like, rehash and kind of still feel the same emotions. Like, when's the last time you watched Space Jam? Like, it hasn't been recent. Have you introduced Space Jam to your kids? Eh, maybe. If you passed it real quick and they was like, why is Bugs Bunny bouncing the basketball? And you're like, oh, that's Space Jam. It was good. But you keep it moving. Good Burger is one of these movies that you can watch over and over and over again. Hell, I remember when I had my first apartment and the cable got cut off. We literally downloaded Good Burger at my boyfriend's mom's house on a PlayStation. And we watched Good Burger and Freakin' all the daggone time almost learned every word. Like, it is just an entertaining movie. From the multiple things that goes through it to just the the actual comedy in it, it still stands up today. I cannot stomach Space Jam anymore. I don't even enjoy it. Like, I just don't want to watch it. My last point, because I know everybody is, like, really like, yo, you just an MJ hater. And I am. I low-key am. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm hold that. I'm going to put that in my back pocket. But Space Jam panders to the stereotypes and has no growth for the main character. The basketball game kind of saves Bugs Bunny from not being a circus act in space. 
Like, that's literally the entire premise of the movie. They didn't learn anything. They didn't grow. They didn't even really have superpowers. Like, they was drinking water and believed that they would have shit because they was drinking water. Like, even the stretch of your imagination still makes this movie, like, really? And lastly, you know, because I know people just, just, just love MJ, but I, I don't care. I'm low-key an MJ hater, and I'll take that. I'll put it in my bag. Like, it's fine. I'll own it. But Space Jam definitely panders to the stereotypes and has no goal for the main characters. The basketball game only kind of saves Bugs Bunny from being a circus act in space. They don't learn anything. They don't even have superpowers for real. They're literally drinking water and believing that they're the shit. Like, or they're stealing basketball powers from actual basketball athletes and then using that. Like, there's no growth. There's no nothing. Literally, you're spending 60 minutes to build up to a 30-minute basketball game. That leads to nothing. It just leads to not stealing cartoon characters. Like, really, dude. Like, really. Good Burger leaves the audience with the thought of hard work, making atonement for wrongdoings, friendships that come in all forms, and monetizing your dreams. They literally made so much money and made themselves a niche that they put Mondo Burger almost out of business, or at least made them move from across the street. Like, come on, dog. Like, I don't know how to play basketball better because I watched Space Jam. I did buy some merch, though. I mean, it was it was the 90s you had, too. Well, Good Burger came out in the 90s, too. So what you saying? Yeah, but it wasn't Michael Jordan and Warner Brothers. So, so you agree to the pandering? Um, we 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 yeah. don't get there, but it seems it seems you are pretty strong and adamant about Good Burger being a better film than Space Jam. Absolutely, uh, it feels it feels partial because you admitted to to you not necessarily being an NJ fan. You, you said you would wear that, yeah. and um. And you, you just really have fond memories associated with Good Burger. And it's not my, it's not my task to destroy those memories. And instead, it'll be my task to respond or rebuke. Is that a word? Is rebuke a word? You're the smart rebute? one. Is rebuke? Rebuke. Like, rebute. No, it's refute. It's not. I think that's the word. Rebute. Okay. We'll refute. I like rebuke better with a B, but I'm, I'm going to refute. It's definitely uh, a F, fam. It's definitely a F. I'm going to receive some of what you what you said. Um, so, what I'll start with, and what I'll say is, I can concede some things ar- around your view of Good Burger in comparison to Space Jam. Good Burger was a more enjoyable enjoyable film than Space Jam was. Good Burger had more black faces than Space Jam did. And um, Good Burger set more of a tone for my youth because, you know, the years that it came out, was I was roughly the same age or similar age to King and Kel. So uh, I will concede that it's, it's a much more enjoyable watch. However, to your point, I do want to refute a few things. <laughs> it's just unfortunate that I can't really refute the first one. Uh, so you mentioned how um, Good Burger was uh, a low-budget movie that had a decent profit. So if we look at the figures for it, so it cost $80 million to make Space Jam, and it cost $9 million to make Good Burger. 
So on that step alone, just the production value itself was way lower for Good Burger than it was for Space Jam. But again, we're talking about licensed properties from Warner Brothers. We're talking um, the Jordan Brand Association, and we're talking, I guess it was, I don't know the exact studios that helped with Warner Brothers, but I'm sure distribution was handled by somebody else. But it's still like a lot that went into making Space Jam and opposed to a good burger where they used like fake burgers. Even the burgers you were supposed to eat were fake. So, um, you know, the, the, the budget for like styrofoam and paper mache was pretty high, but it wasn't, you know, uh, $80 million high. So, you know, you know most yeah. of that $80 million went to animation though, right? Uh, sure, sure. But, um, on the back end, the revenue for Good Burger was 23.7 mil, and the revenue, and that's U.S. domestic, and the, and the revenue for Space Jam, U.S. domestic, was only 90 mil. So for Space Jam, that was like a 12% increase, but for Good Burger, it was an 155.55% increase. So they made their money back 11-fold almost, and... <laughs> You know, with that machine behind Space Jam, like, it was almost impossible for them to make but so much money back because, like, all the cost that went into it and the outcomes, like, the biggest outcome from Space Jam was literally, I believe I can fly. Like, that, that was the most impactful thing from the whole production of Space Jam altogether. Like, I don't know. But, I don't know, y'all. But, I'm going to have to stop you. Like, I'm going to have uh-huh. to stop you because I would argue that the biggest outcome of Space Jam is MJ coming back to the NBA successfully. Get, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Come on, Doug, come like, on. I, I, don't, I don't think that was as a result of Space Jam. I think that was as a result of, depending on which rumor mill you want to listen, his, his band was up or um, hit the itch. He had, he had to scratch that itch again. Um, but like that, that was, Absol- uh, no, absolutely, the most- he had to scratch that itch again. But they did not necessarily want MJ back because of how he left. One, what he did while he was in baseball. Two, and three, his gambling issues. That's in the same rumor mill. I was wondering where you was going to go. Yeah, yeah that I'm just depending if, if that's what you want to believe or not. If he actually retired, or they were just like sit your ass down. I don't. I don't know. I wasn't there, and I really wasn't old enough to know. However, it's my belief that I believe I can fly is the biggest impact from Space Jam because the 702 song, All I Want, from Good Burger, you couldn't even hum that. You probably could because you watched it a lot, but at the same time, um, most people couldn't even hum along to it if they heard it uh, playing on the radio or whatever. But, I mean, we not really listening to I Believe I Can Fly anymore either. Right. But it, it doesn't take away from it being sung at every fifth grade graduation for a decade thereafter. You know, child, child, child it, pornography it, it, should, but, but, but whatever. But whatever. It, it was a culturally significant song. That song did a lot for a lot of people. Um, and so if I go to your second point about Good Burger being a launching pad for Keenan and Kel, um, no, no, I said for Keenan. Did not say for Keenan okay. and Cal. I said for Keenan. Well, I'm going to speak for Keenan and Cal. Um, I mean, Keenan, you know, he's he's been a Steve Harvey impersonator for the past 15 years, and 
you know, he's, he's the longest-running cast member in the history of SNL. And I think that's because he just doesn't. He didn't for a very long time do much of anything except play, like, background characters. Kel, he's had a much more storied career. Like, he was the uh, little pit bull in Close to the Big Red Dog. Um, he was, like, a supporting character. They don't even make, like, toys for Clifford because that cartoon comes on PBS. And he played the adult in a couple of Nickelodeon shows. Afterwards, he, he was dastardly in one of them. Um, you know, they launching. They, they launch. They both, you see where I'm going with this? They launch. But did they really? They, they didn't really launch. What, is, what do you consider launch? Because my that's, thing that's, is, that's, if you can consistently, launching. if you can consistently make money off of your craft, one, put money in other people's pockets, two, and sustain yourself for over twenty years, because Good Burger came over, came out over twenty years ago, three, then what more do you need, Pam? Um, what's, what's, what's MJ doing now? Except MJ from the Jordan global. Brand. Warner Brothers. Global brand. So, Jordan is a a global... Come on, Jordan is the brand, not MJ. MJ don't even own most of the proprietary monies to Jordan, the brand anymore. He sells himself out. is a brand in himself, though. I'm not a businessman. You're putting money in the side of his pocket. So what? So what? Like you can't, you can't disregard someone just because he got side dishes. Like you can't. No, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm disregarding him because he's not doing nothing positive with his money. Keenan put people on. Are you serious? You can't say you can't say Jordan's not doing anything positive with his money because he owns an NBA franchise. He still. The uh, Charlotte Hornets. They were the Bobcats, not the Hornets. Are you serious? Are you serious? Absolutely. Are you really bringing the Hornets into this? Oh, my God. What are you saying? He's not doing anything positive. You're trying. You're saying he's not doing anything positive with his money. He owns an NBA franchise. They're not a great franchise. However, he owns one. He is employing people, whether they're professional athletes or people who work at the ticket booth. He is doing that. But, again, Jordan... Warner Brothers, global brands. You can't be against global brands, global branding. They're just doing their job. That's like being against a big booty because it claps. That's what it's supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, If it claps and stinks, I'm not for it. You can put this that big booty away. It's, it's, it's doing what it's supposed to do. Like, what do you mean? Everything I, I, I talked about was the, the remnant of Keenan and his work and his there expertise. There is no remnant. Still there's, no, there's no remnant. There's no remnant. I would, I would say just the opposite. I would say Keenan is still living off the remnant of Good Burger. People feel good about mm-hmm. Keenan. I will not dismiss that. People feel good about Keenan. But I don't think he's never done, like, stand-up. He's never done uh, television outside of the Nickelodeon thing. Like, he's just been Keenan from Keenan and Cal, who just so happens to be on SNL. Like, that, he, he's still living off that. He's still living off that experience. the whole Keenan and Cal show that came after Good Burger came out. We can. We can do that. Because You're ignoring it. We, we can do I don't remember Keenan and Cal too well. Yeah, I, remember, I used to watch I that show Cal. every afternoon, yo. 
That is wonderful. However, it doesn't have much to do with Good Burger being a better film. Station. What I'm saying is, uh, as a launching pad, I don't think Good Burger did a whole lot for him. I think they still would have been where they are relatively with or without Good Burger. No! Are you serious? Yo, literally, a whole jingle came out, out of the movie. I'm a dude, you're a dude, she's a dude, and we're a dude. Hey, are you serious? So to, to, correct, to, 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 to correct you, it was an actual song on the soundtrack. Where do is the name of the song. However, really? yes, however, I believe I can fly. Again. No, that's not, that's not Warner Brothers, uh, that's uh, not Looney Tunes, that's Nasty Ass R. Kelly. That's Space Jam. That's Space Jam. No, that's R. Kelly. It, it is, it is the most culturally significant moment from that film that carried over for at least a decade after. At least strong though. Strong. And your third point, and I kind of conceded to this earlier, you said Space Jam isn't a good movie to watch. As an adult, there's some things about product placement and shitty dialogue, whatever. Um, this is the part that I think you clearly have overlooked about Space Jam. Um, is it captivating? No, 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 no. No, it's not. It's not. It, it, is, it is absolutely a tool for merchandising. That's what Space Jam is. It is absolutely a tool for merchandising. However, Space Jam does include one of the most prolific young actors of the early 90s. Oh! I'm going to give you two guesses as to who this person may be. I don't. Guess number one? Fucking no. Guess number two? Who is you about to pull out of your behind? So, Space Jam had an actor who played young Michael Jordan. That actor's name is Brandon Hammond. Do you know who Brandon Hammond is? No. Brandon Hammond is a little black child in every film from 1993 to 1996. That is Brandon Hammond. Brandon Hammond represented every young black child, the welling in his eyes from when times got hard, the pride you would see in his smile when he achieved something. Brandon Hammond exhibited that from 1993 to 1996 in Space Jam, the casting agent or the casting director of Space Jam had the wherewithal to say, we need to have Brandon Hammond. That's right there. Ed, that's Ed literally right there. got hit by a car in the movie and was like, hey, I'm going to befriend this person who hit me with the car. And two, I'm going to put money in this man's pocket by letting him monetize my thoughts. Are you serious? And three, I argue that Ed was slightly retarded. So, like, come on. Come so, on. So You're talking about podcasting for three years? So. Every black child was Brandon Hammond. I think boys. Every black guy 
was Brandon Hammond. Then I guess I'm going to move out to a child because I was not Brandon Hammond. Brandon Hammond's eyes were your eyes. Brandon Hammond's <laughs> smile was your smile. You can't, you can't, and, and, and like you say, he was the original Ahmad in Soul Food. The original. He was. And he was the In his puberty, he's done nothing. Kim and Kelly are still being talked about to this I'm day. Speaking to of the day. greatness of Brandon Hammond and, and the work that he portrayed. Like, Yo, that man is great. That ain't got shit to do with Christian. He would have been great without Brandon. I know him together. from Soul Food. But, but you overlook the fact that he was in Space Jam. Greatness personified. He was young Michael Jordan. Like, it was it. Mm-hmm. It's Brandon Hammond. Mm-hmm. Just like, just like I believe I can fly. Yeah. Brandon Hammond. Yeah. Well, so, you got your water bottle next to you, don't you? No, 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 no. no. He did. No, no. Yeah. He, he was a significant icon through the process of 1993 to 1996. You could not ignore Brandon Hammond. He was a part of Space Jam. Space Jam also had, I, I believe I can fly. Two great parts to make one Space Jam. Same thing. Keenan and Ortel couldn't hold the belt buckle to Brandon, uh, Hammond's career. Couldn't do it. Yeah, I wish you could see my face right now. Couldn't do it. I wish you could see my face right now. Are you serious? Are I will, serious? I will, but, but, but I will, I will concede there's a lot of concession going on here with this one and it might be a little difficult for me to change your mind. But the dialogue was shit. Um, yes. Was, even, but, even with all that money they put behind the, the animated, the, the animation, it was even trash for 96. Are you serious? But, but was the dialogue any better in Good Burger? Yes. Was it really any better? Yes. You, you also get like, to this day will still laugh at Good Burger. Are you serious? I, I think you only get, like, you know, good dialogue from shows on, like, the BBC or Game of Thrones or something that Tarantino wrote. But other than that, like, most Game things... Did you just... Ooh. Ooh, you most things Andrew. that you watch, most things you that you watch Andrew. don't actually have the greatest of dialogue. How many space jam posters did you have up the... How many did you have? Just tell me. How many, how many, how many what? How many Space Jam posters did you have up when you were a kid? Just tell me now. I don't probably have one on each wall. No, no, no. I didn't have any Space Jam posters. I'm, I'm sure I had, like, a Space Jam t-shirt, though. That was, like, significant. But, again, I could be confusing it. I could be confusing it, in, even though there's probably, like, a four-year window between the two. But with the uh, Chris Cross, Taz, and Bugs t-shirts, because I had a few of those as well. So I, That's I would fair. Say, That's fair. I, I would say I might have had a Space Jam t-shirt, but there was definitely no posters or anything like that. No, yo, I, yo, I had a Space Jam t-shirt. If you didn't survive 96 without buying a Space Jam anything. So, that's, again, back to the pandering. It literally was, how do I fuck all of the money out of the black young community that I can? That's literally it. And you are conceding these arguments with your arguments against it. It's literally just the money machine, y'all. And if you're fine with buying into the money machine, that's cool. I'm not. I love the artistry of artists. And you can't tell me Keenan did not put his whole goddamn everything that he had at that time into that. Brandon, hanging over Keenan? Well, I would, maybe he did put his all into it. Um, But his all just wasn't that great. You know, like... Like it was, his it all was, didn't have access to eighty million dollars. Is what I'll say. I'm not saying that 
the, the budget would have made it any better. I'm just saying, like, Space Jam and Good Burger, I believe they are of uh, equal yoke. Um, <gasps> equal yoke? Oh, my I, God. I, 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 I wish I could, I wish I could deck drop right now. I, 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 would, I would say um, pandering, yes, to the audience, because that's what you do to get people in the seats. Yo, that's, but if you, if you can show, teach, and move someone, if you touch someone emotionally, that's what makes it good. Pandering has only that space in which the pander is fresh. Don't nobody care about Space Jam no more. You're not buying Space Jam merch right now. Nobody cares about Good Burger. <laughs> I mean, what do you I, I, mean? I hate to break it to you. You might be the only person. Maybe your ex, because you share that moment together. But, um, like, no, nobody cares, dog. Like, we, we, we don't, cares. we don't care. Your brother cares? He cares. Alright, well, you, you two can hug and talk about it and feel better and stuff. Uh-huh. But generally, the public doesn't care one way or the other. However, um, I will, I will say, like, there was an emotional tie-in in Space Jam, but most people probably overlooked it. Um, at the end, after the game, as, as you called it, the 30-minute 30, 30 basketball game, um, after Michael Jordan, and this is, this is the point on which it showed growth, but it was physical growth because Michael Jordan had to hit the game-winning bucket by stretching out so his arm grew. It grew a good 20 feet so that he can drop the ball over the basket and then in a folly during editing, he was hanging on the rim, but it wasn't a dunk. But they won the game, and then uh, what was his name? Swackhammer. Swackhammer was the coach, owner, vile villain or whatever, voiced by Danny DeVito. He came down to the court. He was yelling at the monsters to get back on the ship or whatever, and he's going to take care of them and teach them a lesson when they got home. And then Jordan calmly walks over, and he says something to the effect of um you don't have to take that from him. Why, why are you let him talk to him, talk to you that way? And then the monsters realize, like, hold up, nigga. I am eight feet tall and full of muscles. They changed those swack him right in the air, and they, like, stuffed him into a little rocket ship and sent him on his way. Growth. They were no longer working for swack hammer. In fact, they were working for themselves and making their own decisions. Right in the air. So, let me Take get this on. straight. You're okay with cartoon characters picking themselves up from oppression of whatever form and, like, getting to their glory. But in real life, two little black kids doing it, you like, no, nah, fam, that has no impact. All right. Just wanted to make sure I was understanding that. If, 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 we, if, we, if we being real about these two little black kids, as you said earlier, you believe Ed was retarded. Um, <laughs> he, he definitely had needs. But I believe Dexter... Was a super asshole. Like Dexter was, was a horrible, horrible. And I don't started think, off and as I, a horrible person. And I don't think there was anything redeeming about Dexter. I think just other shit happened to make you overlook the bullshit that Dexter was doing. What do you mean he defended Ed at the end? He called that man his friend. That was the moment we was waiting for the whole time. And when he did, you know, Ed almost cried. You know. That's cute and all, but I still don't think Dexter changed overnight. Um, the, he just again, the only change overnight. The only but Michael Jordan didn't there do anything. He just was himself. Just he just walked just over to people. It, I mean, I literally they 20 feet in They believed they could fly. They didn't believe that. 
initially. But eventually they believed they could fly. You know Dexter what? was always an asshole. And again, the only reason people stopped paying attention was because some other shit happened and Mondo Burger exploded. You know, yeah, that's normally how you ignore assholes. Bigger assholes right, come bigger, around. Bigger assholes than happen. And then Sinbad, I can't even remember his name, is it was like Mr. Switch or something like that. His new car got fucked up again. You know who fucked up that car too? <laughs> Dexter. Dexter. Dexter had everything to do with that. Dexter's an asshole. He's not a good uh, protagonist. Uh, he's, 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 a, he's a great protagonist. What do you mean? No, no, no. He really, no. He really did like scheme, plot, and like him and hard to try to make sure his mama ain't find out about this car. Like, yo. Who else was plotting like that at like 12, 13, 14, 15? Nobody. That's not okay. That's what I, but what I'm saying is that's not okay. What do you mean? That's the entrepreneurial spirit. No, mean? no. That's not okay. Getting, getting over on people so that you can take advantage to get How what you want is not How did they not get okay. over on the Looney Tunes in Space Jam by i.e. drink this water? It's the special juice. That'll make you go. No, that you keep them real with them and been like, what? They do that in clinical trials. They tell people you're taking a super medicine. What is that? They're letting people die from ailments that they legitimately have. No, 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 no. Again. The body can heal itself. And if you promote doing well and wellness, in fact, you can beat the monsters in the game you never thought you could even score back then. So, so standing up against a corporation that is trying to steal your little bit of ducats is not doing well for yourself, not willing yourself through the bullshit. All right, man. That's okay. I mean, it, it's that's the it right is. thing to do. I just don't think Dexter was the the right person that we should again, champion. Again, again, like. Abraham Lincoln was not the guy that everybody tries to make him out to be. He did sign some shit that freed the slaves. He signed it solely for himself and some selfish reasons. Does that negate the fact that some goodness came from it? No. Abraham Lincoln is an asshole, too. He did something well that impacted people. Dexter's Abraham Lincoln in this scenario. So, revisionist history, that, that's what we're going with. Got it. Got oh, it. Sam. You know people, people, people don't dismiss the lie because they enjoy the lie. Yo, I want to <laughs> sell you a bridge, dog. I want to sell you a bridge in New York, and then I want to sell you a wall in China. I'm not interested in buying, but <laughs> I am interested in one thing. What? Did G change her mind? Hell no, hell no, hell no, 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 no. On my firstborn child, you did not change my dad or mine. Are you serious? I will never buy into the machine. And all that was was the machine of how can I get money from everybody all summer long in 96. All summer long. Fuck Space Jam. And I mean, I, I mean, I, uh, again, I can see, like, Bill Burger was a better film. You can, you can fold laundry to both of those movies at the same rate. Like, you won't no, stop you folding your laundry to, to watch Bill Burger just like you wouldn't stop to really watch Space Jam. All right, um, y'all, next time I see you in person, we gonna watch freaking Good Burger. And then we're going to see if you can stomach Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same medicine in, in, in my book. Um, in, in the end, so Jay's 0 for 1 on trying to change Regina G's mind. And I'm okay with that because we'll be back to try this again in the uh, immediate to near future. So, Regina G, is there anything you want to say 
to the podcast audience out there. I see you in a whole different light now, Jay. I don't even know how I sit here right now. <laughs> I just want to thank them for listening to this back and forth. Thank you. And when y'all side with me, just don't let us know in the comments. Because Regina Gina G is right. I'm right. So I don't have a problem with being wrong or right. I'm just going to stand in my truth regardless. And this is Jay, a.k.a. Jay Del Negro. And we are saying thanks for listening. Peace out, Slims. Peace out.